Welcome to Alpha Coding Podcast, an all-access pass to medical coding and billing pro tips that help you start your week off smarter. And now, here is your host, Tony L. Holmes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alpha Coding Podcast series. I am your host, Tony L. Holmes. Welcome to episode 35 of the podcast. Today is August 31st. Can you believe a whole month has flown by? So my inspiration for today's episode comes from my good friend, Victoria Mole over at Contempo Coding. And if you have not done so, go check out her YouTube channel, Contempo Coding, and also her podcast. So she posted something on LinkedIn about ways to increase your productivity as a coding professional. And as I was responding to that posting, I thought, wow, there's so many great tips I could give. I might as well just do a podcast episode. So today we're going to talk about my pro tips for upgrading your productivity and efficiency. So before we dive into our topic, it's time for your Monday dose of positivity, the Mindset Monday tip. And it's brought to you by Discount Medical Supply Store. Are you in need of PPE? If so, Discount Medical Supply Store has the lowest prices on all your PPE needs, including N95 masks, respirators, and so much more. Visit our website, alphacodingexperts.com and head over to the deals and discounts tab for a link to take advantage of special pricing on all your PPE needs. So our Mindset Monday tip is all about believing in yourself and the importance of this cannot be overstated. The quote I want to share with you says, believe in yourself and all that you are. Know that there is something inside of you that is greater than any obstacle. And that is what success is all about. It starts with the belief. And yet I find that so few people in the world actually believe in themselves. I talked to a lot of coding professionals, and in this particular case, I was talking to someone that had gotten their certification through a non-accredited coding and billing program, and they were really struggling because they're afraid of taking their CPC exam. And so they were telling me that they have taken their test two times and they had failed, and what should they do to make sure that they can pass on the third try? And I told them, it's really simple. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that it's possible. You have to picture yourself after you've gotten that certification, what it's going to feel like, and then break down every step that it takes to get there. So it all starts with the belief. You have to believe in yourself. Believe you can do it and you're already halfway there. As they say, believing is the first step to achieving. So today we're going to cover my top 10 pro tips for upgrading your productivity and efficiency as a coding professional. So much of the industry today is productivity driven. And if you don't have the right strategies and systems in place, it can be difficult difficult to figure out how to increase your productivity. There's a lot of obvious tips and articles and videos out there, but today's episode, my pro tips have been specifically curated for coding professionals. And this brings me to my pro tip number one, implement effective strategies. You can't do anything without strategies. It's so important. So it's important that you understand the definition of productivity. That is getting important things done on a consistent basis. That's the goal. As as far as the efficiency side, this is also critical. So you want to have that healthy balance between productivity, but also efficiency. So that's where the systems come into place to make things more efficient, that you are able to automate processes and things that you do on a continual basis. So those effective strategies are really imperative. So for example, a bucketing system, I use this all the time. I bucket my tasks. So things that take me two minutes to do, things that take me less than 10 minutes, things that 
that take me 30 minutes, things that might take me an hour, things that might be a five hour project or an all day thing, or it could even be something that is going to have to be stretched out over weeks or months. So it's important that you really plan ahead, start with the end goal in mind, and then you can kind of work backwards. It's really easy to get caught up in the day-to-day busy work, looking at these emails and getting caught up in meetings and then having meetings after those meetings to talk about what you didn't address in those meetings. It's just this endless stream of notifications and distractions. So you really have to implement these strategies so that you can be productive, but also efficient. Pro tip number two, get a desk calendar. I know this sounds super simple, but it is a game changer. And I personally fought this for a long time for many years because I thought I can only use my phone. I need my phone to be able to access everything in real time because I'm always in between meetings and on the go. But with a desk calendar, you're able to block off time in blocks and you can really deconstruct every single part of your day so that you can put a plan in place to get all of your tasks and to-dos accomplished. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's what you do with your time that's critical. So you really have to prioritize what is important to you, what do you want to accomplish, and then write it down. Get it on that desk calendar because when you check things off of that list, there's something that happens in your brain when you check something off of a list. You feel like you've accomplished something. You've kept a promise to yourself. And when you're keeping promises to yourself, that compounds and that just builds and then you get more confident. Also, it's important to be self-aware. When are you most productive? Pro tip number three, deconstruct every task. So it's very easy to bulk things together. And then when you look down at your list, you feel like you haven't gotten anything accomplished. I'm guilty of this, especially with complex tasks like building educational content or presentations or reports. You really have to give yourself a lot of time and a lot of separate occasions to look at this information because then you become blind to it and then you make mistakes. So in order to forecast how long it's going to take you to do a particular project or execute a task, you really have to deconstruct every single task. So take that desk calendar, make a daily plan, make a weekly plan, make a monthly plan so that you know exactly what you want to accomplish. Pro tip number four, set measurable goals. So it's important that you are quantifying your goals. You're making them measurable. So it's not enough to say you want to code more charts per day or you want to audit more records per day. You have to quantify that goal. So I want to code X amount of charts per hour and X amount of charts per hour times eight hours in a day equals X amount of charts. Or if you need to audit a certain number of records in a day, how many audits do you need to do before lunch or your first break? Really get intentional and think about measurable goals that you need to set in order to increase your productivity. And it might seem like really small in the beginning, but over time it really compounds and you'll be surprised. Your brain will get into a repetition and it'll just be a habit and you're going to get faster and you're going to get more efficient over time. I remember when I first started auditing for evaluation and management services. I had to score out every single thing and it would take me forever to count the exam elements on the 1997 guidelines. Now I can do it in my sleep. I don't even need the calculator. I don't need the audit sheets because I've done it so many times. It's a repetitive thing. My brain just knows exactly where to go and how to pick things out. It's automated. So those are the things that are going to build over time. Pro tip number five, eliminate distractions. This sounds so simple, but it is so hard for people to turn off the distractions. Turn off your notifications, put your phone 
phone somewhere else. Again, it sounds simple, but in the digital age, people are addicted to their phones. When you're distracted, you're not focused on what you need to do, and that's going to cause errors and mistakes that are easily avoidable. It's also going to take away from your productivity. It's really easy to multitask, but you're going to be much more effective if you can focus on one thing at a time. And that's where the bucketing system can really be an effective strategy because then you've lumped together those tasks that take a certain amount of time and you can hammer through those tasks all at once. And you've set aside blocks of time in your day to be able to address the more complex tasks. So eliminating these distractions is going to be an effective tool to upgrade your productivity and efficiency. Pro tip number six, don't compromise quality over quantity. I see this all the time with coding and auditing. There's such disparities in terms of the production quotas for different types of specialties. Now, my friend Victoria Mull talked about this in one of her videos. You really have to advocate for yourself if you're not able to do quality work because you've got these high quotas that have to be met. You really have to advocate for yourself because coding evaluation and management services versus a complex spine surgery or brain surgery or cardio surgery, it's not the same. So the productivity standards should not be the same. And you really have to go and be your own advocate and take the data to show the benchmarks are different depending upon the specialty. So it's imperative that you don't compromise quality over quantity because speed means nothing without accuracy. And this is a tough balancing act in the productivity driven age that we're in today. Pro tip number seven, automation is your best friend. I remember very early in my career, one of my supervisors telling me work smarter, not harder. Whatever you can do to automate, do it. So if you have templated emails, the same emails that you're sending over and over and over, put together templates. Or if you're doing audits, make sure that you have these canned phrases that you're using in your executive summaries and you're tweaking them depending on the audit results, but you already have the framework in place so that you can copy and paste and move forward and be more efficient. Pro tip number eight, reverse engineer your week. So review and reflect on the previous week. I make it a habit of every Sunday looking at my previous week, what worked, what didn't work, where do I need to make adjustments, what did I not accomplish that needs to be carried forward for the next week. These are all things that are going to help improve your productivity and your efficiency because you're able to make real-time adjustments. So you want to evaluate from a macro and a micro level. Pro tip number nine, don't let the day run you. How many of us have sat down at the end of a hectic day and thought, wow, I didn't get anything done. I didn't get anything accomplished. It's really important that you implement these effective strategies and systems so that you run the day. You don't let the day run you because when you get to the end of the day and you feel like you didn't accomplish anything, that can be carried forward to the next day and it's just not good for your morale. So don't let the day run you. You run the day. Pro tip number 10, accountability is everything. If you want to achieve a goal, if you want to do something big, tell someone else about it. Tell your friend, tell your colleague, tell your husband, whoever you need to get on board to hold you accountable, that's who you need to tell about your goals because that's gonna make you feel more obligated to complete the necessary steps that get you to that goal. Telling somebody that you're gonna do something really is a game changer. So grab a pen and paper to summarize my top 10 pro tips for upgrading your productivity and efficiency. Number one, implement effective strategies. Number two, get a desk calendar. Number three, deconstruct every task. Number four, set measurable daily goals. Number five, eliminate distractions. Number six, don't 
compromise quality over quantity. Number seven, automation is your best friend. Number eight, reverse engineer your week. Number nine, don't let the day run you. Number 10, accountability is everything. It's time for this week's coding pro tip, and it's brought to you by Project Resume. When is the last time you had your resume updated? Your resume is literally your entry ticket to that next great opportunity. Project Resume will design a customized ATS-friendly resume to demonstrate your unique skills and experience. And even better, it's written by coders for coders. Make that investment in yourself today and visit projectresume.net and mention my code ALPHACODING for special pricing. If you have a coding-related question and would like it to be featured in one of our coding pro tips, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. So this week's coding pro tip comes to us from Florida. Hi, Tony. If you have a new patient visit and the provider only documents three vitals, can a 99201 be reported and is it ethical to send it back to the provider to ask if anything is missing? So I think this is a really good question and I actually see this a lot. 99201, just so everybody knows, is going to be a code that is deleted from CPT next year. So in 2021, we will not even be having this discussion. But it's important to note that 99201 is different than 99211. And I think a lot of times people think about those services interchangeably. But for a 99201, we need three out of the three criteria or time. So if time is not documented, then we would need a problem-focused history, problem-focused exam, and straightforward medical decision-making. So because all that's documented is three vital signs, that would not be enough to support the service and the medical necessity of the service. So it's not enough to just document vitals and report that as a 99201. There needs to be a chief complaint. There needs to be a medical necessity for the service outside of just vital signs. So I think that's an issue. And it also sounds like there might be some habitual patterns here. So I think this has to be evaluated from that perspective. Is this a trend? Is this a pattern? Because I think that will affect the answer to your second question about this being an ethical issue in terms of querying the provider for missing information. Because if this is a habitual thing, then there might be other underlying issues that need to be addressed. So I definitely think it's worth escalating so that this is not a pattern that takes place over a long period of time and puts the organization at risk of a take back. So thank you for your question. Please remember to hit that subscribe button now so you never miss another episode. Also, be sure to drop us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate your support. So this concludes today's episode. Until next week, thank you for listening to the Alpha Coding Podcast. We'll see you next Monday. For more information about medical coding and billing pro tips, including how to hire alpha coding experts, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or visit our website at www.alphacodingexperts.com.